Welcome to the Hail to the District podcast with your host, Rajan Nanavati. What's up, everyone? Welcome to this Hail to the District mini podcast of sorts. I'm Rajan, if you haven't guessed already. And I wanted to drop some thoughts and provide some context regarding a report that came out of ProFootballNetwork.com, specifically regarding the apple of the eyes of many Redskins fans when it comes to the 2020 NFL Draft, and that's Ohio State defensive end Chase Young. Now, before we get started in this video, I want to be really clear. The guys over at PFN do really good work, and you should definitely check them out. PFN's Tony Pauline has been a very reliable source of pre-draft intel, and we've had PFN's Benjamin Albright on the podcast, and a lot of the news and notes he dropped prior to the 2018 NFL Draft when he appeared on the pod proved to be very spot on. So, that being said, over the past week or so, Pauline raised some eyebrows when he was asked about the player who has the biggest divide between media perception and the actual opinion of him in the scouting community, and he mentioned Chase Young, stating... Quote, many in the scouting community feel he is overrated. Young has upside, but is not a sure thing compared to Nick Bosa, something teams really prefer in a top three selection. End quote. He then went on to say, again, quote, they, meaning some faction of NFL scouts, feel that Chase Young is a more explosive athlete than Nick Bosa, but he doesn't have the same technique. He doesn't have the same strength. He doesn't play as well with his hands. He doesn't play with the same pad level. He's definitely not as strong as Nick Bosa, and he gets washed from the action more easily and more readily than Nick Bosa did. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there before the zealots among us Redskins fans start blowing up Tony Pauline's mentions. For one, and a lot of people have made fun of this already, some of that commentary might be connected to scouts from the New York Giants, whom Pauline references in his same blog post. There is plenty of incentive for the Giants to falsely badmouth Young, considering him falling to their pick at number four overall, potentially via the Redskins trading out of the number two pick since they somehow soured on Young in this hypothetical world, would be the Giants' dream scenario in the 2020 NFL Draft. So yes, you can take what was said with an iceberg-sized grain of salt. But I do think there's another layer to this. Even if scouts from other NFL teams feel this way about Chase Young, again, specifically about him not being the same type of prospect as Nick Bosa, there's probably some level of truth to that. Now, to be very, very clear, this isn't me suddenly cooling on my stance on Young. He is far and away, and let me make sure I emphasize that far and away, my number one preferred selection for the Redskins in the 2020 NFL Draft. And short of a team like the Miami Dolphins or LA Chargers making some Ricky Williams or RG3 level godfather offer for the number two overall pick, Anyone who thinks the Redskins should trade down for this pick, and I mean anyone, including the numbskull shouting how the Redskins should take an offensive lineman or wide receiver to fill a position of need after trading down, anyone who feels this way is an absolute moron. Getting back to the comparison between Chase Young and Nick Bosa, here's the thing about Joey Bosa and Nick Bosa, or the Bosa brothers. They had grown men bodies even when they were coming into college. When Nick Bosa arrived in Columbus, he was already six foot three and 250 pounds. So yeah, he put on 15 pounds in college, but both of the Bosas were top three picks because of the fact that they had this desirable height, weight, measurable when they were entering the NFL because they basically had it when they were coming into college in the first place, as I mentioned. They also had excellent upper body strength, and they were so sophisticated in the way they used their hands as pass rushers. And that's an element that's so crucially important, though the casual fan may not realize it. But all of that being said, almost unanimously, 
Every pre-draft scouting report about the two of them said the same thing. They were smart, they were very productive, they were high-motor pass rushers, they were guaranteed to get you in the NFL at least six to eight sacks every year. But what was their athletic upside overall? And in that regard, comparing Young to either of the Bosa's has an apple versus orange feel to it. Young was virtually unstoppable over the past couple of seasons at Ohio State because, in large part, of his freak show athleticism. Lance Zierlein of NFL.com just posted his scouting reports of the top prospects in this year's draft, and here's what he wrote in Chase Young's profile. Loose, fluid, agile, aggressive, and explosive. Quick twitch eruption out of his stance with his first step. Heat-seeking missile with exceptional change of direction talent. Rare physical specimen with long, chiseled, pliable frame. The main knock, if you want to call it that, surrounding Young is that he's not a finished product. As Zierlin points out, again, he's someone still figuring out the finer nuances of pass rushing, but he was able to dominate in the college level because he was just so much more explosive than anyone he played against. So he's going to need to add some polish when he gets to the NFL. But that's not a knock on him. In fact, it's exceptionally rare at any position to call a college prospect a finished product. As nearly NFL, as nearly any NFL player will tell you, one of the biggest transitions they face from college to the pros is the mastery of the finer nuances of their position and of the game of football as a whole. The Bosa showed a noteworthy level of development when it came to those finer nuances, but saying that Chase Young may not be as advanced in that regard, again, isn't a knock, especially for someone who legally can't even buy alcohol right now. So the best way to put it, choosing between Bosa and Young is like debating whether you would want to buy a stock that's worth $100 today, almost guaranteed to be $200 worth in a month, and maybe worth $300, $400, maybe $500 in a year, but potentially stagnating after that. Or, in the other world, you can buy a stock that's $100 today, it could be worth $600 in a year, and it could potentially have an even higher upside after that. And if you're really hung up on the fact that there are a bunch of people in the NFL who will admit to someone like Pauline that they're not nearly as in love with Chase Young as the rest of the media and the fans, Don't forget that this is the time of the year that scouts tend to start nitpicking the dumb shit over and over, and they start overthinking things until they go cross-eyed, demonstrating the epitome of missing the forest for the trees. And if you want the perfect example, just look at this list of criticisms. He lacks the size to be a prototype pass rusher in the NFL. He didn't have monster performances in his team's most important or most publicized games. He has very good but not elite upper body strength. He's more of an athlete than a finished product. We're not sure if his current repertoire of pass pass moves or pass rushing techniques will work in the NFL. That sounds like a lot of the negatives you've you've heard in the scouting reports about Chase Young, right? Guess what? Those are lifted directly from write ups produced about Khalil Mack entering the 2014 NFL draft. Now, fast forward to today, and Mack has become a five-time Pro Bowl selection, three-time first-team All-Pro, and he won the NFL's Defensive Player of the Year in just his third season. Now, for any Redskins fan who thinks I'm somehow giving fuel to the Chase Young isn't the generational prospect that Redskins fans make him out to be or hope that he is mindset, you've completely missed the point of everything that I've been saying because that's literally the opposite of my intention overall. So just to make sure that we're abundantly clear and we're all on the same page, 
I believe that passing on Chase Young would be akin to passing on a Khalil Mack or a Von Miller type of player. And even as his absolute floor or worst case scenario, and to reiterate, absolute floor or worst case scenario, I think Young is going to be an Everson Griffin type of player in the NFL. And if that doesn't get your football blood moving down south because that name's not sexy enough for you, you clearly don't realize that Griffin's averaged over seven sacks per season over the past eight years, and he's been selected to the Pro Bowl four times and even once as a second team All-Pro. Again, going back, kind of bringing this all full, full circle to the Tony Pauline report, we need to stop looking at Chase Young through the same lens as Nick Bosa. Young is still growing into his frame. Don't forget that he won't turn 21 years old until a couple of weeks before the upcoming NFL draft. And literally just three years ago, he weighed only 225 pounds when he was coming out of DeMatha High School right here in the D.C. area. Now, as more of a finished product, because that's what Nick Bosa is in comparison, Bosa came into the NFL and he had nine sacks this past season. If you look at it at a macro level, that means he didn't even rank in the top 20 in the NFL in that particular stat category. So let's say the Redskins end up drafting Young. It would be absolutely asinine for all the all of the Redskins fans, or in particular that Redskins fan contingent who believes that if we draft Young, he needs to start averaging 23 sacks per season, to start freaking out at the end of his rookie year because Young finishes with a stat line of only four sacks, a forced fumble, and less than one quarterback hit per game. Because again, I just read you Khalil Mack's stat line from his rookie season. So before everyone starts putting these lofty and ridiculous aspirations on him, just remember, this shit takes time. The bottom line is Chase Young is a monster prospect. He has as good a chance to be as any to be a good as prospect as any taken in the last five or six NFL drafts, or as good a pass rusher taken in the last five or six NFL drafts since that 2014 class that saw Mack and Jadavion Clowney taken among the top three picks. So all of this is to say, pay no mind to whatever scouting community rumor you might hear about him. And if you, even for a second, believe that he would be a game-altering presence for the Washington Redskins defense under Jack Del Rio, then do us all a favor by finding a brick wall and slamming your head against it as hard as you possibly can if you think that the Redskins shouldn't draft Young. And then continue to do so until you get such a stupid preconceived notion out of your head. Okay, Redskins fans, thank you for letting me get that off my chest. If you haven't done so already, as I implore you after every single recording, please make sure you follow us on iTunes. It's the Hail to the District podcast. You can also subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Lots and lots more content coming up as we approach the NFL draft. Thankfully, with Ron Rivera in town, we got a lot more to be excited about. So hail to the Redskins, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Hail to the District podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you download your podcasts.